Welcome to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Your host, Leonard Birdsong, is a law professor, a former diplomat, and a former federal prosecutor who's here to inform and entertain you with a mix of humor, opinion, and information. Now, here's Leonard Birdsong. Hello, world. It is Leonard Birdsong back with you on Leonard Birdsong Radio on Talk Zone. Today is Thursday, the 7th of September, 2017. And what a day it's going to be because I've got a good show for you. You know, my show is a unique blend of humor, opinion, storytelling, and information. So we're going to talk about some dumb criminal law stories that I've been working on. We're going to talk about the hurricane that's barreling down toward Florida, Hurricane Irma. I'm going to talk about DACA. That's a deferred action for childhood arrivals that President Trump just canceled the program. And then I'm going to talk, if I have time, about the Mona Lisa. That's a famous painting of a woman by Leonardo da Vinci. And uh, I've actually seen it in the Louvre. But she was an actual woman, and I'm going to tell you some facts about her. There will be some news tidbits and some riddles. But first, let me just send out some shout-outs for some birthdays. This is the 7th of September. Julie Kavner was born on this day 67 years ago. Julie Kavner, of course, you know, is the voice of Marge Simpson on The Simpsons. Corbin Burnson, Corbin Burnson, that's his name, is 63. He used to be on L.A. Law. Leslie Jones is 50. She stars on Saturday Night Live. She's a comedian. And then there's an actress, actress by the name of, an actress by the name of Evan Rachel Wood. She's 30 years old. And have you ever heard of what's called the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network? Or ESPN, ESPN. Well, it made its first debut on this day, 28, 38 years ago, 1979. So this is the birthday also of ESPN. Just thought you might want to know about these things. I'm here for information. All right. We've got some dumb criminal law stories that I've been working on. Last week, I used... Some stories from the archives, because I didn't have a chance to work on some new stories. My brother, who had been living with me, uh, moved out, and it's sort of hectic. But here's some new stories. First one comes from Canada. The headline, Projection Screen Madness? It's been reported that a moron recently tried to hold up a motel in Canada armed with a projection screen. Surveillance video showed the masked man armed with a long cylindrical tube demanding money from a motel clerk in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. This is one Tuesday last uh, in August, the last Tuesday in August, rather. When the clerk refused, he ran off with the old school projector screen that may have been used in a 1980s elementary school. Can you imagine that? A robbery with a projection screen? But now I can top that because there's another story out of Canada. In this one, the headline says, Confederate flag flap firing. How's that for alliteration? Confederate flag flap firing. A construction worker in Hamilton, Canada, lost his job after flying a Confederate battle flag at his 
job site. His name is Keith Lipick. Now, he posed for photos with the controversial flag, saying he's not a racist and that he simply did it for the fun of it. His employer didn't think the joke was very funny, and they fired him the same day. So, Mr. Lipick is out of a job. What else do we have? Okay, a story from California. Headline, you scream, they scream, we all scream for ice cream. A wannabe bandit ordered an ice cream cone at a Santa Rosa, California Baskin Robbins late in August. He got his cone, then drew a pistol and announced a robbery. When no one handed him the money, he reached into the cash register, but the employee slammed the drawer on his hand. The man ran from the store without any money or his ice cream cone. Police are still looking for him. No arrests have been made. Florida. Headline. Hold your horses. An idiot has been charged with using an AK-47 assault rifle to shoot out the tires of a vehicle belonging to a man he thought stole his horses. David Derringer became unhinged after spotting two of his free-ranging horses on Isidro, Isidro Ruiz's property near Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm sorry. That should be Al Albuquerque, Florida. According to a criminal complaint, Derringer allegedly freed the horses, then fired the assault rifle when Ruiz tried to block him from leaving his land. An AK... 47 assault rifle to shoot out the tires. Another story from Florida. The headline, not a leg to stand on. In late August, a man stuffed heroin into his fake leg and tried to smuggle it into a Florida jail. Of course, officers found the dope along with a syringe inside William Connolly's prosthetic leg after he refused to take it off at the Marion County Jail, police said. He himself was sent to jail. The Marion County Jail. Now here's one. All right. It's funny, I know. Here's a story from Illinois. Salsa Madness? A man became so enraged when his mother scolded him for keeping salsa in his bedroom that he slammed her against a wall and smashed a TV, according to a police report. His name? Jeffrey Gromatsky. I'm sorry, Gromatsky. He's 42 years old, still living with his 64-year-old mother in the town of Joliet, Illinois. She was injured. Her sh shoulder was injured. And uh, why did he do all of this? Well, she complained to her 42-year-old son about eating salsa in his bedroom. Unfortunately for him, he was charged with domestic battery over the tantrum that he threw, hurting his mother's shoulder. A 42-year-old man eating salsa in his bedroom. Can you imagine that? All right. Here's one that's not so funny. It's from India. The headline in India. Yes, the country of India. <clears throat> headline, no indoor toilet, no more marriage. We learn that a judge granted a woman's divorce. Why? 
on the grounds that her husband would not build a toilet inside their home. Indian law only allows divorce in limited cases such as domestic violence or cruelty. The woman maintained that having to go out in the fields in public to go to the bathroom amounted to torture. In his ruling, the judge opined, quote, We spend money on buying tobacco, liquor, and mobile phones, but are unwilling to construct toilets to protect the dignity of our family, end quote. Hear, hear, judge, hear, hear. A story from Pennsylvania. A purple perp. You like that? A purple perp. It had been reported that Ferguson Township, Pennsylvania police are looking for a tall man who wore a purple dress and an ivory-colored hood when he robbed a credit union. Police say that the man threatened to use a gun and a bomb if the teller refused to give him money. The... um, The Federal Credit Union was called the SPE Federal Credit Union. It was robbed about 4 p.m. in the afternoon late in August, just last month. So far, no arrest has been made, but police have posted a photo from the bank's camera on the department's Facebook page. So if you're in Pennsylvania and you see a perpetrator in a purple dress, a man in a purple dress with an ivory-colored hood, you know he may be the one that police are looking for. All right, a story from South Carolina. Headline, they were not up to par. They were not up to par. A neighbor thought a couple was having a medical emergency when he spotted them lying down on a golf course. But they were actually having sex. D. Payne, 19, and K. Hennessy, 24, were arrested for allegedly doing the wild thing on the eighth hole of the course in Tiga K. The neighbor told authorities who had responded that he at first thought someone was hurt until he looked closer with binoculars. <laughs> All right. Alaska. The headline. Refusal felony? A man popped the question to his girlfriend in the last week of July. However, when she refused to marry him, he allegedly threatened to pop the girlfriend with a loaded pistol. Police charged Miguel Moya, 25, of Fairbanks with felony assault for allegedly pointing a loaded gun at his beloved. All right, these stories never go away, folks. Let's see, I have a couple of more here that I want you to hear, particularly this one out of Florida. The headline read, he could not have been louder about his missing powder. Like that rhyme, he could not have been louder about his missing powder. While responding to a call about a burglary on Sunday in July of this year, police in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, discovered an agitated man claiming to be a drug dealer in need of assistance. David Blackman told deputies from the Okaloosa Sheriff's Office that a thief had broken into his car and stolen $50 in cash and a quarter ounce of cocaine. This has been reported by the Miami Herald newspaper. Authorities confirmed that the items seemed to be missing from where the 35-year-old said he put them. However, the deputies were able to help Blackman 
locate a second bag of cocaine that he had left in the center console, at which point they began reading him his Miranda rights. Deputies also found a crack pipe and crack rock, and crack rock inside the car. Blackman was charged with felony possession of cocaine and possession of drug paraphernalia. The idiot was released on $4,000 bond. <laughs> he could not have been louder about his missing powder, folks. <laughs> All right, let's see. I got the last one coming up here. Let me get to it. Story comes from Michigan. Short story. Headline, no, no, to do-it-yourself pest control. A man tried blowing up a bee's nest in his garage with fireworks, but burned down the entire structure instead. Grand Blanc Township homeowner, homeowner rather, Mike Tingley said he was just happy that no one was hurt. <laughs> what an idiot. Burned down his old garage trying with fireworks trying to get rid of bees. All right, this is Leonard Birdsong. Those are some of my dumb criminal law stories that I've been working on this summer. Hope you got a few laughs from them. We'll be back with you in a moment. Much more to come. You're on Talk Zone with Leonard Birdsong. Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. Although he's been involved in serious criminal law work over the years as a prosecutor, a defense attorney, and a law professor, Leonard Birdsong knows that it's good to stay grounded. That means not always taking criminal law so seriously and instead just having a good laugh at some dumb criminals and their dumber crimes. Several years ago, he began to collect and compile weird and funny criminal law stories. He shares some of them weekly on his TalkZone Internet radio program. And now you can read more of them yourself in one of his 14 humor books. He has two book series, Professor Birdsong's Dumbest Criminal Law Stories and Professor Birdsong's Weird Criminal Law Stories. They're available for purchase in either paperback or Kindle edition by going to the author link on the homepage at leonardbirdsong.com. Leonard knows that you'll get a few good laughs or at least a few chuckles from his collections of dumb and weird criminal law stories. Check them out for yourself by going to the author link at leonardbirdsong.com. Welcome back to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. 
Yes, folks, I'm back again with you. Happy to be here on this September the 7th. Lovely day here right now in Orlando where I'm broadcasting from. About 85 degrees and sunny right now. However, you may have heard that a hurricane is bearing down on Florida. It's Hurricane Irma. Last week, I talked about uh, Hurricane Harvey that had destroyed a lot of property and put a lot of people out of their homes down in Texas, and then it moved on to Louisiana. This week, we have Hurricane Irma. Now, it hasn't hit land yet, but it's projected to hit Miami. A lot of people are trying to uh, evacuate from Miami, and it may go over to Tampa, but we're not sure because it hasn't hit land. But the problem with this hurricane, and I've lived through a number of hurricanes, both in Florida and the Caribbean. This one is one of the biggest ones we've ever had. It's supposed to be a Category 5 hurricane, and that's what it is when out there in the Caribbean now. A Category 5 hurricane means that the winds are up to 185 miles an hour. That's a lot of wind, folks, an awful lot of wind. I have here on my... Orlando Sentinel, that's the daily paper here in Orlando. The headline reads, Irma slams Puerto Rico and devastates the tiny islands out in the Caribbean. A Category 5 storm path continues to shift east, says the subheadline. Hurricane Irma's projected path continued to shift east on Wednesday evening, potentially good news for central Florida, where I'm broadcasting from, as the deadly Category 5 storm churned through the Caribbean, leaving a trail of destruction. Forecasters said Irma could strike the Miami area by early Sunday, then rake the entire length of the state's east coast and push into Georgia and the Carolinas. Now, I don't know if that'll happen. Orlando is sort of in the middle of the peninsula that we call Florida. Orlando sits about 65 miles from the east coast and about 75 to 80 miles from the west coast of Florida. Hurricanes come on both sides. This one will probably be on the east side if it doesn't come up the spine of the state. We hope that it doesn't. I'll tell you this, my wife and I were out shopping. Everyone has been alerted to try to get some water and batteries and things like that, but we've started late. Every store we've gone to, they've sold every bottle of water. Some places are putting signs outside the store. Don't even come in. We're out of water, completely out of water. Batteries are hard to find. But supposedly some of the stores are restocking, so maybe we will get something. Good old Rush Limbaugh. You know him. He said uh, the other day that this whole thing about Irma is just fake news to make people go out and spend money. The merchants love it. The TV stations love it. But I don't take, I don't want to take any chances. I've lived through hurricanes in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, St. Croix, Virgin Islands, Nassau, Bahamas, and in Florida. Back in 2004, we had three hurricanes in that hit central Florida. Now, I was here for the first one, which was really bad, blew down a lot of things. The second one, I was up teaching at uh, Wake Forest as a visiting professor. And the third one just came across. There was nothing left to destroy. <laughs> this was a three hurricanes in about a two-month period. 
Hurricanes are bad. They are destructive. You have to be careful. Now, I felt very bad for the people out in Texas and Louisiana. I hope that they are faring well. There are a lot of rescues, and people seem to be good to each other. I'm hoping, of course, that Irma doesn't hit Orlando, but I do hope that if it does, that we will have the same courage that people had in Texas to help their neighbors. So maybe that's a lot of things are happening. A lot of the cruise lines had to cancel their ships uh, from going out. That's Carnival Cruise Line, the Disney Cruise Line, Norwegian Cruise Line. They're all coming in early, and some of them are not going out. According to the news, the the storm still has 185-mile-per-hour winds as it's nearing Florida. Okay, enough about hurricanes. We hope it won't hit, and if it hits, we hope it won't hit hard. But now, I want to talk a little bit about DACA. DACA, D-A-C-A, you probably heard of it. It means Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Now, this is in the the world of immigration, and I know a lot about immigration because I teach about immigration at the Barry University School of Law, where I'm a law professor, and I was in the State Department. I was an American consul who oversaw the issuance of visas overseas. I did fraud investigations overseas, and when I was in Germany, I was a hearing officer for former Nazi party members involved in SS soldiers who wanted to get non-immigrant visas to go to the United States. So DACA is uh, an Obama-era program that allowed young undocumented aliens, or immigrants, I won't call them aliens, immigrants, to live in the country without fear of deportation. President Trump announced Tuesday that his administration would end the Obama-era program, calling the program unconstitutional and challenging to and challenging Congress to address the issue. Now, first of all, before I go on, I'm looking at a this comes from a Washington Post article written by David Nakamura. President Trump has said that the DACA program where People who came here or brought here as children and are undocumented can work part-time, go to school without fear of deportation. The president calls it unconstitutional. Well, the Constitution doesn't say one word about immigration. One way or the word immigration does not appear in the Constitution of the United States. Most of the law about immigration laws have come from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has said the political branches of the government are responsible for immigration. That is the federal government. That means Congress and the executive. The executive has a right to come up with orders that will keep people from being deported. Now, a little bit more about DACA. It gives or been giving undocumented young people brought to the United States as children a chance to work and study here without fear of deportation, and it's been a dramatic success. The program provided a two-year grant of protection and a permit to work legally in the United States, after which enrollees 
were required to go through a renewal process. To qualify for this program, the immigrant youth had to meet a set of criteria. When applying, they were required to have been enrolled in high school, have a high school diploma or its equivalent, or have been honorably discharged from the military and a veteran. In addition, they must have lived in the United States continuously since June 15, 2007, and not have a criminal record. Now, DACA has been good because it's brought a lot of young people out of the shadows, young people who don't know anything about any other country except the United States. And they consider themselves Americans because they've never lived anywhere else. Obama came up with a good plan to try to bring them out of the shadows and hoped that Congress would write some laws to do this. As a matter of fact, some of you may know that back in 2010, the House of Representatives passed what was called the DREAM Act. It would have allowed illegal immigrants to apply for citizenship if they entered the United States as children. They had graduated from high school or got an equivalent degree and has been in the United States for five years. However, five moderate Democrats in the Senate voted no for the DREAM Act. If each of them had supported it, the bill would have become law. DACA would have never been unnecessary. And the manufactured political crisis now facing many young dreamers is going on. There had been a lot of, what would you say, demonstrating in front of Trump Tower and in front of the White House. Many of these young people are saying that what President Trump did was just monstrous. These people want to be loyal to America. They want to be loyal Americans. And I don't blame them. If you're brought to some country when you are under five or ten years old, you should not have to suffer for the sins of your parents who are just seeking a better life. But politics has intervened. There are a lot of people who want the DACA children thrown out. How many of them are there? 800,000. That's almost a million young people who could help this country prosper and grow. Now, what a lot of people don't know is that we are a nation of immigrants. We've always been a nation of immigrants, and immigrants have been good for America and will continue being good for America. You can't get rid of all of them. At any rate, I'm on my high horse because I know a lot about immigration. And Over the years when I was in practice, I've helped a lot of people come to the United States. I've helped a lot of people gain asylum because they were fleeing persecution in their countries. I'm proud of that work I did. I'm not proud that our president has ended the program for DACA. Now, he says he wants Congress to write a bill, and if not, he will look at the matter six months from now. I don't know if it's going to do any good. At any rate, stick with me. There may be more from me on this. This is Leonard Birdsong. You can read some of my dumb criminal stories for free on my blog. Go to www.birdsongslaw, that's all one word, dot com. You can read some of my stories for free. You can also find out more about me at my website. That's leonardbirdsong.com. If you want to write me and comment, my email address is lbirdsong22 at gmail.com. 
I'll be back with you for more. We're going to talk about the Mona Lisa when we return. Stick with me. Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash Birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. 